Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's a Best Scott Beat, it's season 2, it's episode 12, my name is Luke Hatfield and I'm joined by a man who laboured, laboured, coming up with a new name for a new Walsall oh, segment, for God's sake. took me 30 seconds to get <laughs> wow. an even better one, Liam King. My name's Liam, sorry who are you, I don't remember you being on the podcast. You don't season. remember me? Oh, wow. No, you've, uh, what is it, it's been three now that you've abandoned ship for? I've been a busy guy. You just cannot be bothered, more like. I care Even great. today, I care, <laughs> I care greatly about the best guy. Even today, you tried to ship it off to Judah. You know what my issue was? Here and to go. those listening, um, unlike uh, my dear friend Liam here, I am sent on numerous different match coverage days. Sorry about that. So some days I'll be at West Brom, some day I'll be at Villa, some day I'll be at Walsall, some day I'll be at Shrewsbury. It's very rare that I'm at Wolves. I'm kind of happy about that, to be honest. Oh, hello. <laughs> Um, firing shots already yeah firing shots um, but yeah so over the past month or so haven't had too many opportunities to see Walsall in the flesh I feel well, you say month or so it's been was it October last time you came but either way I haven't had too many chances to see Walsall in the yeah. flesh which I feel I wouldn't be doing a good enough job on the best got beat if I hadn't been seeing them or doing my research I don't think it really matters really. I think you're quite Steady with your performances most weeks. I'm a solid five or six out of ten. <laughs> Big time. Spe- unspectacular, but solid. Yeah. Is that what your missus says to you as well, isn't it? No. That's <laughs> <laughs> what your missus told me to, be fair. <coughs> oh dear. Straight, straight. You weren't expecting that I, I, one, were you? I thought about saying something else you, then. You I were. thought about saying something else and I thought, no, I probably shouldn't do that, you just were. in case. <laughs> you were expecting that. Wasn't expecting that kind of shot, but it's fine. It's oh, yeah, fine. so you, you sort of gave away the announcement there at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I just thought I'd do it. It's not a major announcement, really. Well, that sort of is. But it's basically, huge. I put a, a tweet on New Year's Day saying I wanted to come up with new ideas to enhance the coverage and, and things like that because, uh, you know what, I'm a, I'm a young... Stra- strapping young man. <laughs> Stra- is that what your mum says? Is it? <laughs> That's a bit weird. <laughs> I'm, uh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm enthusiastic and passionate about it. I want to, I want to try and bring new things into it, and make it better every time. Um, not always successfully. No, not always successful. There are. I, I want to again at the last conversation with you. I still haven't thought of any anything for this part. But I want to try and think of some video stuff as well. Mm. Uh, but I have come up with. Um, <laughs> Stop laughing at me! I've got the. I want them. To, I want the listeners to hear the original name. No, they will hear it. I'll, I'll, I'll let them know. Um, a, a new article, basically. It's going to be like a long form piece. Because um, I actually do quite enjoy. Uh, it's going to be a comment piece as well. I do quite mm. enjoy those writing the comment pieces. We do one for every Saturday. Um, I do quite enjoy them, but they're only about four hundred words or so. Four yeah. hundred words. So I quite enjoy going in sort of in depth and taking a bit of time to it and and and. Just as a personal thing, I enjoy doing it. But I find that I've had a f- bits of pretty decent feedback on some of them as well. So I think mm. the fans, hopefully, will uh, will enjoy it as well. But um, So the name is... I'll go for the real name first. The real name is Warsaw Walkthrough. It's a good name. Though. It's a solid name. Cracking name. I think you can guess who came up with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously, we like a bit of alliteration, don't we? We've got the Best Got Beat. We've got the Sadler Social. Yep. Now we've got the Warsaw Walkthrough. Um, we've got a graphic ready to go and everything that's all sorted. Um, so the end of January is going to be the first one. So it's going to be once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to subhead in the sort of major points of the month. So mm. off the top of my head, obviously I haven't gone through it yet for this month, but off the top of my head it'll be Wes McDonald signing a new contract. Yeah. Um, that's about, about, about as far as I can go for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, well, the Salford away fixture with 
1300, things like that. So just like yeah. the main points, really. There's like a major sign-in at the end of the month, which we're expecting there'll be one or two more to come in. Uh, and they basically just give my thoughts on it, but like a reflective look on it and, and sort of in-depth look at how pros and cons. And because with the be- things at the beginning of the month, it'll be a few weeks since it's happened. Like, mm-hmm. Hopefully I can give a new insight on it and how, and etc. So that's, that's the idea. So once a month, sort of, I think the last Saturday of the month or something like that is going to be the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so my name originally, I, I did slave a little bit over the name. Slaved? You were up all night thinking no, of it. I, I did think about it for a good, solid maybe half an hour or so. And I couldn't half a day. I couldn't. I couldn't quite be honest with the listeners. No, I think there, it was about half an hour or so. I couldn't quite get something. Okay, well, I thought I nailed it to be honest with you. And I went. I, I, I was just be honest and frank about it. I thought I nailed it. I went over to Judah. He instantly laughed in my face, uh, partially because he wanted to laugh. At me and just warm me up a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went with Saddler's Summary, which actually is a decent name. <laughs> I mean, we've got Saddler's Social, but whatever. Exactly, that's what I meant. So the problem is, it's got it's too close to Saddler's Social. So I then said, if you guys have got anything, that'd be great to help me out. And within about twenty seconds, you said Warsaw Walkthrough. I said, and everyone that, was convinced. That, I said that'll do me. <laughs> and since then, we've run with it. So yeah, I'm just not very good at. Names really, but you you obviously ah oh, you smashed it. I've got like um, a skill at coming up with with names. I came up with the Baggies broadcast. Well done. The Albion podcast Anything from the Express and Star. Um, I did, you believe it or not, I didn't come up with the ENS Wolves podcast. It's a bit. No, that, that's, not even, that's not even that good a name. It's no, it's just, just, it's just, it's it's just a description. That's what it is. Uh, came up with the best got beat. Best got beat, nice. I came up with that. Good work. Uh, me and Joe Massey kind of put our heads together. In on the fairness, one. I didn't even come up with Sunday Social. It was before me. That, yeah, it that predates me. Yeah, that predates me as well. But um, yeah, you might be good at you know reporting on Morsel, writing games, uh, match coverage, even sorry, reaction. But give you a name to come up with. And you're useless. I thought it was an alright name. It was just it was so close to Saddle Social that was the issue. I can't wait until you have a baby. It's gonna be called Child. <laughs> Child one. Child Thing one. one. <laughs> Child one. If it's a boy or a girl, boy one. Girl one. Well, hopefully it'll be a little bit of a time for after. You can do better than that. You um, know. You know what? If I was going to be a girl, you know what I was going to be called? Go on. Grace. Grace. That's what my parents told me. They had two names ready to go: Liam and Grace. Grace King. It just depends on what sex I was. I always thought that mine would just be Lucy, just because if it was Luke, the nearest one is Lucy. You look like a Lucy, but cheers, <laughs> mate. Um, uh, my middle name, Sebastian. <laughs> no way, your name is Sebastian. Oh, that is that is rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> that is a rubbish middle name. People like that middle name. <laughs> I genuinely, that was not a fake laugh. I genuinely find that funny. I'm looking at this. That, um, we've got our. <laughs> We've got an audio system up here and the spikes. <laughs> my God, that's the loudest you've ever been. I can't believe you laughed in my face at my neck. Yeah, well, you know what? I've heard other people laugh at my face in this gaff, so I'm going <laughs> to throw it back at you. No, I just want to say, is it, that you got me as a crap. I've got a mate who's called Sebastian, but we obviously call him Seb. Well, this is the but, thing. My parents were originally going to call me Sebastian Luke, but then they switched it around. <laughs> Bloody hell, that would have been bad. Seb Luke Hatfield. Works. Seb Hatfield. Funny story. Uh, when I was younger, maybe seven or eight, Got my first football shirt, one in my name and number on the back, right? There's a, there's a goalkeeper shirt. Villa. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were trying not to address that. Yeah, well, you know, I don't like to talk about too many other clubs while I'm doing this, but I've already mentioned three other clubs now. <laughs> yeah, you have, yeah. Um, three clubs in seven minutes, God. Um, anyway, uh, 
not the richest family in the world. We go to old JJB Sports or Sports Division, whatever it used to be. Love that. Um, the shirt costs however much. My dad's already gritting his teeth at this point. He's like, oh, £35 on a shirt. Can I get name and number? Yeah, you can get one number, mate. Well, it's all right, because it's goalkeeper top. Everyone has one, don't they? No, one, unless you see Asker Linen, you only have one. Or Ruby Chishia, 11. Yeah, yeah. But even then, he wants number one. There's, yeah. there's, you know, and although Carla Kimmy's been nice enough about it. Anyway... But I said, yeah, but you can't have Hatfield on the back. I was like, well, who has their first name? You've got to have Luke. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not happening. And he was like, actually, we can save more money. Do you know what you got me? Seb. No way. Seb won. That's bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's bad. Grim. I was just thinking about baby names. Do you know how my brother's name was chosen? I I'm, don't even I'm, know your brother's name, mate. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm, well, I'm the middle child, and then I'm 23. Claire, my sister's 25, older. Uh-huh. Brother Jake is 21. Well, no, he will be 21 in March, anyway. So, his name got chosen out of a hat by my sister. Really? I mean, how interesting is that? I thought that was quite I'm assuming. I'm assuming there was a collection of yeah, suitable and names. It, and they were all J's. So, it was like Jack, Joe, Jared? Joseph, Jake. Jared? Why you, you didn't leave Jared Bowen out of this? I didn't mention Jared Bowen. He's not signing for Warsaw, so we don't care. Um, Julian? And, I don't think that was in there. Um, and then, yeah, she picked it out and she picked out Jake. Oh, but then his middle name is Joseph anyway. So. She's always got that hanging over him now. It's like, mate, I yeah. chose your name. Yeah, literally. Sit down, shut up. You if you're having an argument, I chose your name, mate. <laughs> Do you know what my middle name is? Your middle name. I'm going to guess. Go on, have a guess. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, this, this won't mean anything, but it's my dad's first name. Oh, 100% Keith. <laughs> Keith, no. It's on that. It's a similar type of name. It's like just a bog standard Frank. Frank white bloke's name. Frank. It's not Frank. It's not. He's not even like. A, to be honest, it's not really that interesting. It's not a very Phil? unusual name. No, no, just tell you. Glenn. No, I don't know. John. John. Oh my god, <laughs> that's literally boring. it. I'd rather be Luke Sebastian. <laughs> I, I sort of Liam, built John that up like it's going to be really exciting, and then no, it's not at all. Is there a reason you've all got just four four letters in each name? Liam John Keane. Oh, yeah, I do, don't I? Yeah, well, no one else does. In my family, it's just me. Just you. I know my dad does. My dad's my name's Alan. <laughs> what about Jake's middle name? No, it's Joseph. Oh, right, okay. Oh. Sisters is Elizabeth, so that's not. Oh, right, okay. I'll tell you how posh my missus is. This is Marianne, her middle name. Marianne? It's posh, isn't it? What's her first name? Like, Rosie, but that's in a shortened version. Her actual birth certificate, Rosanna. certificate is Rosalind. Rosalind? Rosalind Marianne Broadhurst. What a name that is, isn't it? <laughs> Double check, she's not loyal to royalty or something, mate. I mean, God, I know, I'm um, a bit of rough. Like, compa- <laughs> compa- you don't, your names don't match up. <laughs> no, they don't. Liam John Keane and then Rosalind and Mary Ann Broadhurst. <laughs> My God, uh, odd couple. So she'll least. love it that I've mentioned it now. Does she listen? Of course not. She doesn't read any of my articles. I'll try. I'll try and get her to read some bits. She doesn't care. Yeah, to be but fair, I'll mention to her that she's been mentioned, and she might give it a listen. Possibly. I don't blame her for not reading your articles. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, oh, I had so many like little bits of section here, but we're we were like already eleven minutes in. Shall we just start talking about football? I to be honest with you, I'll, I'll, I know you're, you're desperate to get out of it because you hate obviously talking about Warsaw. I, I love talking about Warsaw, <laughs> but uh, I, want, I want to do everything. I'm, I'll, I'll stay for two hours if we have to. Just okay. Go. How's the transfer window treating you? It's your first transfer window as a sports yes. reporter. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's been fine because um, I was uh, bending Joe Massey's ear a little bit, um, particularly when I first started, just to like 
just for his opinion really and tips here and there and stuff mm. like that and I'd spoke to him a bit about January a few months ago and obviously he went off to have his second child I mean how selfish is that yeah. um, and then I realised like, he wasn't going to be back in time for me to have a, a, just like a refresher chat mm. before I went into it uh, which wasn't the end of the world I just ideally would have done it and um, so yeah just sort of went in head first had the, the Josh March story was the first one mm. um, it went it went well enough I mean I know obviously people have heard the audio of Daryl being rather uh, short with his answer um, yeah. <laughs> but he went still went fine uh, and and yeah and it obviously turned out to be correct because he signed for Forest Green on Monday so everything was fine sources were bang on and story was was good so yeah went fine um after that's been a, one or two rumors which addressed within a couple of days because i was essentially just trying to just trying to make sure i had it nailed down because the last that's thing I, you don't you, you don't want to be quick you want to be right yeah exactly and that's i think the way that well everyone here on our sports desk tries to work uh, which i think is the right way to work because um for me well for the paper as well but for me personally i hate clickbait and throwing up Random. You'll never rubbish. guess who Warsaw have been linked with. Yeah, that, I just hate that rubbish. And Warsaw linked with twenty-one-year-old Premier exactly. League starlet. Thank so. God Birmingham Mail don't have a Warsaw reporter because that's the kind of crap that we are, I'll be putting up with, Ugh. and the fans will be putting up with. So, um, so it did take. It was a, it was a delay really for a couple of days with those two names linked. It was Dale Grubber, Forrest Green, and Kwame Thomas, who's just left uh, Doncaster end of his contract. Um, so I, yeah, so I was quite pleased that. Even though it was frustrating to have to wait a few days, I was pleased to be able to have got it right. So as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm aware, sources say that there's nothing in it at all. Mm. Things happen quickly in football, then that may change, and I'll, I'll get told if it does change, and I can update it. But at the moment, there's nothing in it, and mm. by the sounds of it, I think that's that's right. Um, and then, yeah, we got a bit more yesterday from Daryl on, on where he's going the rest of the window. Mm. So he said that he's looking for someone, well, someone that is hopefully going to sign on Monday. Because it, it was partially with the press that we had yesterday and then partially the fans forum. Because mm. he did actually go on record to say that Monday comment. And I was planning to put it out. And then he said it in the fans forum. So I put it out that, that evening because yeah. obviously fans had already heard it. And uh, But there was there was that to say, uh, hoping to get someone in by by then. He's a League One uh, squad player. He's played about 30 games in League One. Um Get home, hoping to get him over the line. Didn't say if it was permanent loan or not. Mm. Um, separately to that, he said that he, he's hoping to get a, sort of a more physical sort of six-foot midfielder come in, which is a, a position I identified as a position they need. Mm. He said by next week. And then also said that he wants an experienced winger and they're on the radar working at it. Mm. So if you put that all together, they, they're all sort of separate answers within the one evening. Put that all together and... It's basically saying that the Monday player is going to be the midfielder, by yeah. the sounds of it, because it sounds like they're not quite there with the winger yet. Mm. Um, so we're expecting a midfielder with a decent amount of experience, at least, coming in on Monday, uh, with a bit more physicality, which, which they need, because I said on this before that all the midfielders they've got, central midfielders, are all very similar in stature and, and size and that. So, so yeah, so, so far, it's going pretty well. Um, Just wait till deadline day, mate. I know, yeah. Any any of your news days when you thought they were busy? It's a Friday as well, isn't it, deadline day? It's a Friday. I'm working a 12-12 shift. Well, I mean, I imagine most clubs in our area as well will do a bit of business as well, wouldn't they? You'd imagine Wolves are going to do a bit. Wolves, Villa, West Brom, Villa need need a striker. West Brom are going to do one or two by the sounds of it. And 
I mean, obviously, Warsaw have only just made their first one the other day, wasn't mm. it? The uh, the young lad, Jack N- uh, Nolan, I almost said. No, it is Nolan? Yeah. It's not Noble, yeah, is it? No, it's Nolan. Nolan. No. Yeah, I got not, f- not Noble. I got confused for a second then. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, I did a comment piece today, which will be coming out tomorrow. It's talking about bringing young players in and, and building that for the future. And yeah, he's going to be a player that's going to get minutes this season, but he's not going to be, unless he does extremely well, he's not going to be a player that plays mm. every game. Yeah, um, and that's why they're trying to bring that experienced winger in as well. But uh, I think, I think, come the end of the month, the fans will be relatively happy. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't know the names yet of those two players they're targeting, but I think they'll be pretty pleased. Mm. So yeah, it's going pretty well. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, and we'll get more onto transfers in a little bit. We've got a segment lined up for that. Um, but we're going to talk about the last two games quickly, Liam. Um, Cheltenham three, Walsall one. That was. Wasn't Brill, was it? No, it was the the worst performance they'd put in in a good while, actually. Because um, even in the the Carlisle loss, they had a particularly good first half. Um, but this, as an as an overall ninety minutes, it was pretty poor. Mm. Um, just ju- yeah, just from start to finish, it didn't work. Um, I don't. I think. I don't think the system was quite right. I don't think some of the selections were quite right. Um, and and Daryl took the. Because obviously they were playing pretty well recently, he took the view that one in ten he can forgive. He doesn't want he doesn't want his players to get used to playing badly, but he can forgive it because they've been playing pretty well recently, which I think is probably quite a sensible way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just just I mean, don't get me wrong, Chapman are a good side, and they'll be right in the mix this season. But from start to finish, I mean, Alfie May was causing all sorts of problems going forward. Obviously, coming on loan from Doncaster, who's a good player. They they were just all over. The pressing was excellent all over the park. They were just far better. Chances wise, we had very little. Um, the one chance that was created was came from the goal. Really, um, mm. I mean, we did hit the crossbar in the first half, but that was a massive deflection. So, which was a bit of luck, and then obviously didn't even go in in the end. So. Uh, the goal we took well, but even after scoring it, we never really looked like coming back from three 0 down three one. Then it never really looked like getting back in the game really. Yeah. Um, and they were just far better all over the pitch. And they had this lad in midfield, Max Sheaf, who mm. scored the first goal as well. Nineteen year old on loan from Hull, and he just ran the show. Mm. Absolutely ran the show. He quite a sort of big physical lad, but he was very because they played a sort of five three two. I think it was. They um, he, he was very adamant on getting. Uh, getting forward, getting into the box, and arriving late in the box, mm. um, and that's where he got his goal from. Uh, but all I mean, he just he bullied the midfield, um, which is where we need that more physical midfield midfielder for Warsaw. And yeah, they, they were just far better. Um, it's it was obviously disappointing, um, but I think you can, as I say, allow it. Really, it was worse also for the Paul and Tom at, who work at Warsaw because they were both hung over that day. For once, it wasn't me. <laughs> I was going to ask you how your dry January's going. But... Well, it hasn't quite been dry January, but I did, I did go Moist out. Moist January. <laughs> that is a horrible way to say it. I did go out after Salford and uh, had a rather pleasant night. Uh, from <laughs> on, what you can remember. the town. Um, but yeah, so yeah, just overall just pretty poor. Did um, anyone from a Walsall persuasion um, stand out at all? Stand out, definitely not, no. I mean, there were some players that didn't have horrific performances, don't get me wrong. Um, Gordon Lavery, I think, again, very, very hard work because the service into them was poor. Mm. Um, Wes didn't have a, a necessarily a bad game, but he just didn't 
he just didn't affect the game. He was almost anonymous at times. Yeah. He didn't necessarily do make mistakes or give the ball away regularly. He just didn't actually do much. Um, so there were a few players that didn't... I mean, Sadler played okay, set her off. Um, but overall, they, they, no, no one stood out at all. Mm. Um, but like you said, Cheltenham, a decent side. They're up there in terms of like the League 2 promotion race. Sometimes, you've just got to say, better side won on the day. Actually, I'm going to slightly change my last stance. I think Norman, when he came on, slightly stood out. He did, he did pretty decent mm. going uh, in right back. So didn't I'll, didn't Clark come out and say leaving him out was? Yeah, yeah, because he I can see where he's, he's going with at times because one on one defensively playing James Clark there is is better if they if they've got good players on the on the opposite opposition going forward, but. Uh, yeah, they missed Norman because he actually been playing pretty well recently. But on the day, yeah, um, Chatham just a better side. I think the way of looking at it is, I think a fan tweet you missed that they're they're basically Warsaw, eighteen months on. Yeah, they're that they're they're the building. They 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 built that team with a manager and they and they built around it and 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 they're sort of getting the fruits of their labour now. They they're a good side. They'll probably one of the better sides. Warsaw played this season because they beat us at home as well and, and deserved to beat us then. So I think they'll, they'll be right in the mix, right in the mix of going up. Just drop, just drop my pen. That was you dropping your pen. Yeah, um, moving on, um, the game before that, Warsaw 1, Portsmouth 2, out of the uh, Football League trophy, um, out against Portsmouth, who, you know, could go and win the bloody thing. They probably will, but they won it last year, didn't they? Yeah. They, they probably will, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, Portsmouth are a very good side. On the day, they deserve to win it. Um, but Warsaw had chances, you know, and, and they actually played pretty well. Um, the highlight of the of the day by far was Sam Perry, the 18-year-old mm. who came in for his debut. I was um, going to touch on him, what we thought on him. Yeah, he was excellent. He was, Yeah, he was brilliant. Um, on the, I mean, his first touch, in, literally in professional football, <laughs> was... He got the ball in midfield. He was very quickly surrounded by three midfielders and I think two or three touches and he turned out of all three of them and, and, and drove forward. Mm. So that, just as a confidence point of view, straight away was really important for him, I think. And uh, every time I, I thought he was really good. I mean, there was a, a point in the second half where he, he brought the ball down and he and then players come in to tackle and he flicks it over his head and takes it down the other side of him and mm. sprays it out wide and just things like that and, he, and I mean Daryl was visibly clapping him on the side at one point when he, when he was doing all these these moves and I was very impressed with him he was a midfielder that as a, again I was talking about this physical midfielder he, he's, he's obviously he's, he's 18 so he's not massively bulky but he wasn't stick thin either he had yeah. a little bit about him and he was 6 foot or plus or so and he sat in front of the mid, uh, in front of the defence rather mm. and he just shielded them all night um, and, and did a pretty decent job at it. Uh, he got booked in the first half as well, and, and he still had the confidence within him to keep him for the whole ninety minutes. Mm. I think after about half an hour, he got booked. Um, a little bit harshly, I must say. But he, uh, yeah, very impressed with him. And he, he, I think the maturity and the discipline he showed was in, was important, and that's what the, the, a club like Warsaw needs. They need these players coming through and uh, performing like Anthony Bates has previously. So yeah, very impressed with him. Could we see him feature in the league? I'd be surprised if he didn't between now and the end of the season. I don't mm. think he will regularly, particularly with a midfield allotted to come in as well. Um, I, I definitely think we'll see him at some point this season. Um, he's been on the bench for before that, that game, actually. So his birthday was the same day as mine, December 29th, which was his 18th. Um, and he was on the bench. That was the Carlisle game, and he was on the bench for that. And then he was on the bench for all the games up until the Portsmouth game. Yeah. Didn't play in any of them, and then started the Portsmouth one. So... Mm. He's been on the bench for league games. He's had that experience in 
and around the team. And I think, uh, yeah, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't get a chance at some point. Yeah, I mean, certainly the, the leasing.com trophy. Is it, is it such a big deal that we'll sort of graciously exited? Not really. Um, graciously is a good way of putting it because they, they, they played well and I think they take a lot of pride from it really. But um, no, not really. They It would have been nice to have got to Wembley, don't get me wrong, but the league's more important. Mm. They were in a, a good run before that game. Obviously lost to China afterwards and I think you want to concentrate on the league really, to be honest. And uh, yeah, not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. We'll take it. Um, right, let's talk transfers. Talk to me. Let's talk transfers because it's January. Everyone wants to know about transfers. I'm sure. I'm sure you've already had people on Twitter messaging you. I certainly have. Left, right, and centre. Um, let's, so let's go through some of the done deals. Um, the first one, Wes McDonald signed up. Get in. Not technically a transfer. No. But a new deal <laughs> and one which was. Um, the way I just said. Do you know the way I just said that? No. No. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, but yeah. Could this be one of the deals of the window for Walsall? It's the most important one so far, unless they obviously bring in a pretty good name. Um, yeah, they need they needed that because had they not brought him in, firstly they'd have struggled for the the games up until now when they didn't have basically didn't have any out and out winger in the whole squad. Yeah, um, arguably would have been forced to play five at the back probably um, because the part of the reason they moved into a 4-4-2 or, or a version of that 4-2-3-1 etc is because they weren't scoring enough goals or creating enough chances and, and then when Wes started playing well to bring him into the side as well because he can't really play when it's a 5 of the back formation yeah. um, it'd, it'd be difficult to shoehorn him in really so they um, so it, had they lost him it, it would have I mean they probably wouldn't have picked up as many points as they did over the, um, over the beginning of January and and, and the festive period as well, probably. So uh, it was very, very important. He was needed. Uh, an 18-month deal, well worth it. Um, took a long time to get there because they, it was the what the Tuesday of uh, of the week of the Cheltenham game. Yeah, yeah, it was the day of the Portsmouth game, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and he that his his contract actually expired on the day of the Cheltenham game on mm. the Saturday on the 11th. So had he he'd been able to play for that game, but then by the Sunday would have been out of contract. So yeah. he basically had been gone. Um, and and there yeah. were, I assume there were other teams interested in him. Yeah, there's a lot of rumours about Southend, Accrington, and Kilmark were mentioned at one point. Mm. Um, but I think he's done the right thing, really, because he's what he had, he had a bad injury before. He's 22. It's his first real shot in the football league. He was with Yeovil last season for a bit before they got relegated. And didn't particularly do well there. Mm. Was with Birmingham, but. Only, I, don't, I don't think he made any senior appearances I'm not 100% sure but came through their academy and it's his first real shot and he's taken it um, so I think stay in the place where you're comfortable now and make make the jump if he has to when it suits him mm. but hopefully make the jump with Warsaw going up to League One again so um, yeah I think it's the right decision for him personally as well uh, and he seems happy he was, spoke to him yesterday seems happy and uh, he's a nice he's a nice lad so uh, yeah very very important what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to grade each deal. Okay. Give me a grade. I'm going to go A star star star. A star star star. <laughs> or just or just the one star. But a star. It's uh yeah you had to that one was so essential to the team you, you couldn't let him go mm. by any means. Next one Jack Nolan. Um, for the listeners who might not know a whole lot about him, fill him in. Who oh. is this guy? <laughs> he uh, so he started off at Portsmouth Academy. 
Uh, moved on to Reading um, and then has been playing in their under 23s. Mm. He's 18. Um, is left footed, which is a. They need more left footed players in the team. Uh, he can play on either wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in his quotes when he joined the club, he uh, prefers the right so he can cut it on his left, uh, which is good because Wes plays on Wes the left. Wes on the left, he yeah. likes to cut it on his right. So, yeah, exactly. So. Um, and uh, and yeah, he was pretty highly thought of there. He had, a, he had he, again similar where he had a bad injury last season. Mm. Um, has got himself back playing again. Um, could have easily stayed with Reading and, and, and earned money just playing for under twenty threes. And he was highly thought of there. Um, Darrell went and saw him play. Uh, liked what he saw and spoke to his family and got it over the line. And mm. I think it shows a good promise from him himself to be able to obviously have him move from Portsmouth to then to Reading, which is not too far yeah. but then to go from Reading to come up here to do this I think shows a lot of promise in his, in his own ambitions and desire to play football and he obviously wants to play first team football uh, which is good he will get minutes this season um, and yeah I think it's, uh, it, it's again it's one for the future of sorts he, again he's 19 in May so it's not like he's yeah. only just turned 18 he's, he, within a couple of years it, hopefully you, you see him playing regularly for the, for the team and yeah I think it's a, a pretty decent sign on top of it, it, it it's a good sign in, in itself. Mm. Um, he's got good pedigree, having played for England on 17 level and things like that. But it becomes an even better signing if they do get that experienced winger over the line as well. Because if he's the only winger they sign, that signing becomes less important, yeah. if you know what I mean, because they haven't quite got that starter they need. And he's, yeah. he's not ready to start by, by the sounds of it. So, uh, yeah, I think I did have a look on YouTube and there was he scored, I think it was against Villa, he scored a... A pretty, uh, pretty nice goal against them, their academy. Um, Gotta be good to score against Villa. <laughs> Gotta be very he, uh, good. No comment. He, um, so yeah, it seems like a pretty decent, pretty decent sign. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think the fans understand the reason for it. I want to clear something up as well, which I did on Twitter. But um, we did a story the day before hmm. saying Daryl Clark's unlikely to sign under twenty three, un- untested under twenty three players on loan. Yeah. And then when he signed, some people were a bit confused, saying, oh, has Daryl gone back on what he said? So I explained it on Twitter, and I think most people got it, but just to explain that, if, if you'd actually read the story, it was very, very specific, talking about lone players, particularly yeah. because Daryl had been spotted watching under-23s at Wolves and Villa and the clubs in the area, where there's a lot of talented under-23s, but a mm. lot of them who haven't gone out and played first-team football anywhere. And that's, and if you read the quotes in the story, that's exactly what Daryl was saying. He was saying, it's un- and particularly because he's got four loans already, which yeah. means he can have one more, and then he can have another three but they can't all be in the matchday yeah. squad and he said he doesn't like having more than five because he, he can't use them all at it the same time it causes a headache doesn't yeah, it yeah exactly so he said he doesn't like that personally so with that one loan space left if they, if they do bring anyone in loan by the sounds of it it's not going to be someone who hasn't been somewhere else already mm. um, so for example you look at Ryan Giles who obviously he's not going to come down to League 2 because he's yeah. just been recalled by Wolves but that's the kind of player, someone who's been to another club, has yeah. done well, gone back again, and then someone they can they can bring in who's, who's proved that they can play at the at the level. Um, so that's why that's where he was coming from. This being a permanent signing is totally different because it's someone they're bringing in who's got potential, who can play, will get minutes this season, but won't mm. play regularly. Um, and builds value, of course, and, and which could make value. Warsaw money. In exactly, yeah. So that's that's the difference between what he was saying. So I, just so fans understand that. Very specifically, that story, what he was saying, because mm. um, you, know, you can look at the Wolves in the twenty-three squad, for example. They've got dozens of 
players that are thought of highly but have never played anywhere. Yeah. And there's no guarantee they're going to come out and, and do well. So mm. I think that's what it, where he was going with with that. Yeah, and you know, Daryl Clark said that he wanted wingers and including Wes McDonald signing a new deal. There's two. Yeah. So uh, he's not messing about, is he? No, and he sounds like he's going to bring another one in, uh, which is needed because he rates Rory Holden very highly. Mm. <clears throat> but he himself has, knows that Rory Holden's not a winger. Yeah. Everyone knows Rory Holden's not a winger. And when he has come centrally in recent weeks, he's actually done pretty well. Mm. Um, so they need someone for that right side. Um be interesting to see what they do tomorrow because... If they're like obviously injuries, we don't know. We don't, we don't know too much. But uh, if the injuries are still plaguing the squad, this lad Jack might go straight into the the squad. I'd be, I'd be he won't go straight into start eleven. I'd be very surprised. But he may go straight into mm. the squad and may get a sub appearance possibly. So yeah, um, they need that as well because Holden suffers when he plays out there as well. Mm. And and Gordon's had to play out there a couple of times this season as well. And he suffers because he's so much better going uh, down the middle. I mean, he has had a couple of good games there. Mm. In all fairness to him, but he's much better down the middle. So, yeah. so yeah, he's not messing around. He knows what he wants. He's getting them in, and uh, and yeah, should hopefully be a pretty successful window. What grade do you give Jack Nolan signing? I'll give it a C. C. Um, I think that's pretty fair because I think yeah, he's not going to be a set the world alight straight away unless he comes in and does amazingly well. But if he's the only player that they sign in that wing position, then he drops down a bit. But yeah. for now, that's. That's what I'll go with. A solid C. Um, one other one to mention. Um, Mitch Candlin is back. He is. He's back. Are you happy with this? Well, uh, obviously, having come in this season, I'm not, I'm not seeing him play. Mm. Um, I know that he was highly thought of. Obviously, had a loan at Blackburn with their academy there. and um, His loan at Neaton, by all accounts, hasn't gone particularly well. Mm. Uh, pretty mixed. And Darrell said last night in the forum that at the moment he's not showing enough basically mm. so he needs to show enough or improve on the things he wants him to improve on to get any chance of getting into the squad so it, in all honesty I wouldn't be surprised to see him go out on loan again somewhere uh, but by the sounds of it he's not He's not going to get games at the moment I'm not going to get you to grade that yeah. seeing as it's a loan return yeah I think really that, grade and, and it's difficult return. when I haven't seen him play as well yeah. so what else can we expect then from Warsaw? I mean, you kind of touched on it earlier. Yeah, I'm expecting this midfield on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I mean, fans know this. With football, things change quickly. I mean, one minute someone can be joining, the you, next minute they're yeah, off somewhere else. So it might it might be all off come uh, come <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Hopefully that's not the case. But I'm expecting that Monday. Um, obviously, that's all speculative when I say the midfielder. But by the sounds of the way he was phrasing it, it sounds like it's going to be the midfielder that's coming in. Um, and then yeah they're working on the winger as well so I'm expecting two more because mm-hmm. Dowell said three or four if he signs them two that'll be three four if you count Wes but I don't really think that counts mm-hmm. um, and he said he'd be I think that'll probably be the business done if I'm honest but he said he'd be tempted by a striker if the right one came up mm. we know they obviously went in for Josh March that never happened so if the right one comes up they're potentially going to sign a striker as well but um yeah, it'd be interesting. Do you reckon deadline day could be a busy one for Walsall? I know you just said you know they don't expect too much after the three or four, but sometimes when you're in League Two, you have to wait for dominoes to fall elsewhere, don't you? And then you never know. Uh, a Premier League team brings in someone, someone then drops down the further down pecking order, someone goes out on loan somewhere, which makes someone, say, in the Championship or yeah. the higher end of League One, available on loan. The, the that, yeah exactly that, that was been asked about this as well and he, he very much takes the view that 
when you and this is what all football clubs do when you watch things develop as you say the dominoes fall at clubs opportunities present themselves mm. to sign a player for clubs where they necessarily wouldn't have gone in in the first place not because they didn't want them but because it was either unrealistic or they couldn't afford it or A, B and C yeah. and then the opportunity comes up because of as you say things happening somewhere in the pecking order and the players available for cheaper or on loan or, or somewhere within the rounds of possibility so mm. that's I think it potentially could be a busy uh, deadline day, um, particularly with the striker position, because I imagine they're going to have most of their business sorted mm. before deadline day. If I, I think they're very keen on getting the midfielder and winger done by then. Yeah, but particularly he, he'll be tempted by a striker if if someone's available, someone who who's going to do well. Mm. Adebayo's doing okay. He's not particularly keen on him. Uh, Gaffney's a player he's played for Daryl before. And hasn't hit the mark at all this season. So he's been very disappointed with him. So if having, having comes, a tough time, isn't he? Yeah. Moment. So if someone comes available, I would not be surprised uh, to see a, a deadline day deal done. But I think the key areas they'll they'll wrap up before then. If I if I had to uh, assume. That's the interesting thing, isn't it? Because like you look in you look at the Premier League, and I know Walsall are in League Two, but there are so many teams after strikers. So. Say Villa sign a striker, and then mm. another striker which they have is then said to say available for loan, heads to a championship side, which yeah. then you know you never know, like a championship team could have a, a backup striker who's then available. Yeah, and then exactly. before you know it, Aston Villa signing a striker as a result of Walsall signing a striker. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's how things work with with, with football and. And you have to sit back. Obviously, you have the targets that you want to go for, but then you sit back and you watch the dominoes fall, as you said, and then you you, you pounce when it's the right time, provided there's a a player you want. So yeah, I wouldn't be. I think yeah, striker position or is probably the position I'd imagine they would act late on if, mm. if the the player was there. Although they were going early originally with Josh March, but obviously the opportunity was there to sign him, so yeah. they went with it. Uh, interesting one. I'm just we're about to start <coughs> questions. Um, just looking on my Twitter page here. Liam Keane uh, still has the same profile picture. Oh, God. Here we go. What's going on here? Well, obviously, you saw the picture because you put a very uh, lovely comment asking me An- to... Announce a new profile picture. I mean, uh, do you really think I'd do that for my own integrity or... I don't know. I thought it was a good picture. It was terrible. Come on, it was such a bad picture. I looked so bad at it. <laughs> and that was, at, that was at Salford. So Tom worked for the club. He took that on his camera without me noticing... At Salford, and then he because he obviously zoomed in on on the Twitter one, but it was, I was next to Tom Marlow at BBC WM, mm. and then all week, not to me, but I found this afterwards to the other people at the club. He was going, "Oh, I'm going to put this out at Cheltenham. I just need to think of a good tweet to put out." <laughs> and, then, and then he ends up putting that out. I was like, I, to be honest, I thought he could have done better if he's had all week to, if he had all week to think about it. He could have Sounds, done better. Reminds me of you. Yeah, well, spending all time trying to think of something. It was a terrible picture, wasn't it? Oh, God. I feel I feel like there should be a bet coming on. I feel like you should have to set that as your profile no. picture for some reason. No. What if Warsaw made the playoffs for one day? If Warsaw made the playoffs, then yeah, I'll do it. All right, okay. For one day. There we go. Deal done. Twenty-four hours. Um, all right, questions, questions. Uh, Nick Efridge, first one. Five-man squad of current Warsaw players and staff. Who would you want to go on a night out with? What attributes would they bring to the group and what would their drink of choice be? It's oh, a good question. That's isn't a good it? question. Sadler Social Man our Nick is. Yeah. Right. I reckon um, Daryl Clark would be uh, good fun on a night out. I think so, yeah. Um I'm gonna leave 
him out for the second. So I'm going to have a quick think about players first. First one straight that comes to mind, Liam Roberts. Yeah? Yeah. He, he's a big personality. He's, he's a nice bloke. I think he'd I think he'd be good fun on a night out. Straight away for Liam Roberts, I'll go with him. Uh, drink of choice for Mr. Roberts. I, th- I think he'd like a, a vodka soda, maybe a little bit of lime kind of bloke. I'm thinking double vodka Red Bull. Oh, yeah, that might work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll go with that. Liam Roberts, he's, he's banked in. Next, I would go with... This was, might be a bit of a left-field chat. I'll go with Callum Cockrell-Mollett. Callum Cockrell-Mollett, OK. Because uh, he's, he's only 20, so he's going to be pretty... He's got the energy to last all night. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you know what I mean. What kind of night out are you after? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. There's people who you invite on a night out. It gets to one o'clock. Yeah. You think, oh, I'm just getting into the vibe yeah, now, and there's, oh, mate, I'm knackered. I'm going home. No, are you kidding me? Having spoken to him a couple of times, he's he is very energetic in the way he speaks as well, and so I think he'd be a good one. He's a cocktail kind of man, Callum. I've got I've got a feeling he'd be a strawberry daiquiri or a, <laughs> or a Sex on the Beach. <laughs> you said it. Just go, yeah. I'm going with Cal. I hope they listen to this. I really There's do. no way on earth they listen to this. I mean, someone at the club, but I think Tom has, has a few times. But I don't think anyone else at the club gives a. Well, Tom will share this with the players, won't he? Say again. Tom will share it with the players, why not? Yeah, well, yeah, he probably, he probably will because he's, he's pretty close with the players. Yeah, he probably will. Um, the next one, I'll go with Zach Jules. All right, okay. Yeah, I think Jules would be a good. I think he'd be good for a night out. Uh, he's a big lad as well, so if, there's, if anything kicks off. He'd be there to, uh... and here was me thinking you'd handle it all yourself. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know me. I mean, uh, get back into the arm wrestling again. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with Jawsy. Drink for Jawsy. Um, it's a good question. He doesn't strike me as much of a drinker, you know. He he strikes me as a type who would. You'd go on a night out. Mm, I'm not sure. I think I think he likes a party. I'm sure he enjoys it, but I think he's not one of them who needs a drink on a night out. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, he just gets into the groove. I might. Just, I'm trying to think. He would. No, I'm not. I was going to go straight lager, but I don't think it would be for him. I've got someone else who's going to be. There. You can't have the calories if if you're a professional footballer. Well, lager's lager's like 250 calories try, per pint. Try yeah. Try telling some old school footballers <laughs> that. Um, I'm going to go with. Well, what drink do you think Georgie would have? Soco lemonade. I don't know what that is. But we'll go Southern, with Southern Comfort and Lemonade. Oh right, I never, I've never heard someone abbreviate it to that. You, oh, I do it all the time. I've never heard that. Maybe that's but, why people look at me so weird when I order one. Soco Lemonade, please. They're like, you what, man? That is actually a really good shout. Actually, I'll go with that. Southern that's Comfort Lemonade. Yeah. Uh, the next one I'm going to go with Josh Gordon. That's number four. Josh Gordon. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a lively lad as well. I think he's. I'm he, he, just also because it genuinely actually get on with him as a, as a bloke he's always always friendly as a chap and everything so mm. I think he'd be good and I'm going to go with I was going to go straight lager with someone else I'm going to go with him actually yeah because um, you know he's from Stoke you know he's a bit of a went to uni in Stoke I did did you really yeah wow. that changed my life uh, <laughs> he, uh, oh yeah I'll go with him last one I'm going to go with Stuart Sinclair oh right I was the beard. Gonna, I was gonna, for the beard yeah yeah he'd be, I think it'd be great fun I was going to go with the lager for him but I've decided I think he's like a JD and Coke kind of bloke I think a bit more strikes me more as like a bottle of absinthe and it, it wouldn't bother him no, either no I think I think he's a bit more classy than you think you reckon yeah yeah he's a family man you know what well, I think yeah that's what I'll go with I'd just go with in fact I've changed my mind he'll just have uh, like a pail a pail of a rum he looks like a pirate oh, I thought you were going to say a pale ale for a second but I, I get you now a pail yeah I got you I got you like a pirate yeah I like a pale ale, you know. Pale ale. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 
I'm not as cultured. Pretty to a, a pale ale. What is your, what is your go-to drink on an night? We might have, I might have asked you this before. You think you might have done it's. I it depends what kind of night I'm having, but I tend to start with lager. Mm. Excuse me, just think, just thinking just, about just it. Just thinking about lager setting me off, um, and then normally move on to like JD. Mm. I love a good JD and Coke. I'm a I'm a vodka guy. I haven't told you the story about my twenty first. But <laughs> how many how many drunken stories do you have? Oh, plenty. The problem is, I told it on this podcast already when Dave, uh, when Dave was here. You can tell me off air. Oh, I might have told you actually. Because when I had like a, I think actually no, I think I did tell you. I think I came out of the poly because it was one of the ones when you were here and just couldn't be asked to do it. Claim. Um, <laughs> and I came out and told you afterwards. I said I just told the story. It was when I had the stein and I had loads of whiskey in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you told me. And then went to the tequila club, tequila, tequila bar rather. That was a good night. Anyway, they've all they've heard this all before. Yeah, that's that's what I'm after. But then it, I do quite enjoy like a good, just like sitting in a pub as well, just like a yeah. good, with all your mates. I do quite enjoy that. And I'll have like not a club. Just yeah, I mean, it depends like, on mood I'm in. I enjoy both, but I do quite enjoy that. So I'll have like a few pale ales and stuff and. And a few lagers and then as well. So I mean, I like a few ales. When I was at uni, I, there was one Spoons in Liverpool. Yeah. That was right in the centre where all the clubs and bars are. It was really cheap. And I, when I didn't have much money at uni, I used to go in there and get a pint of Ruddles Ale, which is like the darkest... <laughs> Sounds horrific. It is awful ale. Uh, it was £1.49 a pint. I wonder why. And, and one night I had six of them. On top of other stuff, and the next morning I was so ill, like my head was oh. spinning. I was like, I cannot drink that again. In 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 that kind of quantity, it was killing me. I'd like to go on a night out with you. I think it'd be a good night. Let's out. Can we do it? Shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, that's, that's booked in now. You said it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Tom Heslop. Oh, he's talking, mate. Here he is. Will you be bringing donuts into the press box tomorrow for myself? No. <laughs> Sam Hadwin, Paul Joanu, and Tommy Marlowe. I'm not bringing you any more food. I'm. I'm eating well now in January. I'm getting back into the swing of things. I'm not bringing donuts. It's not happening. Sorry. Do you want to fill in the listeners who might not know about this situation? They asked me to bring donuts for my birthday and then I sort of delayed for about two weeks and then I sort of got bullied into it and I brought some donuts in from basically. It was for the Portsmouth game I brought them in. And I'll tell you what, with the Portsmouth lot, they peeved me off a little bit. Did they? There was about a million of them. Oh yeah, it's a fair few. Not just from the club, but also they had like there was one radio station that no one's ever heard of called Express FM that had three people there, and they took up my bloody seat in the press box. I had to move for them. Did they? Yeah, not happy. Oh. Um, and uh, got there, and they were just scrambling all the food. All the chips were on their way out. I got in there. I got in there just in time to get some chips, and uh, and then all I, all I could hear was bloody whinging from them. There's one chap that was working at the club just whinging about everything. What was he moaning about? Whinging about the Wi-Fi, whinging about the bloody... The Wi-Fi is... I mean, it is rubbish. Pretty poor, I mean. mean. whinging about everything. I was like, just grow a pair, grow up. Deal with it. It was winding me up. I was like, I was like, how many of you lot are here? You've taken over the gaff, and then you're whinging like that. I wasn't having it. Sorry, weren't whinging I'll... about the chips, though, were they? I think they? I think one of them did, actually. Oh. And the chips are actually pretty decent, to be fair. Um... You know what? I wasn't having it. Just bloody get on with it. Stand up for, for your Prima club. Donners. Stand up for your club. Lee. Yeah, damn right. Um, Lee Reynolds, the current squad, who do you keep, who do you let go in the summer? Is Guthrie's time up? Any of the loan players, do you try and sign them full-time or not? Daryl Clark admitted he got some signings wrong in the summer. Is that true or has he been let down by players? A uh, bit of both. So, t- tackle that in part. The loan players... Um, 
Darrell hinted last night he's looking at potentially signing Holden and Jack Rose out of the four loans he's got, which means mm. Gaffney and Pring not signing. Gaffney because he's not playing well. Pring because it's unlikely he's on good money at Bristol City, and it's unlikely that Bristol City would let him go because they see him. They're they're pretty fond of him. Um, obviously, Darrell would like him at the club, but that, yeah, it's unlikely. Um, so I think that's his thoughts at the moment with them four. Uh, in terms of getting it wrong, yeah, he, he I think he said about fifty percent he got wrong, fifty fifty uh, right. So you look at Gary Liddell, wasn't wasn't right for the mm. club, didn't have the legs to play midfield. Um, there's better options in right back and centre half. So just, yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, with Guffney, Guffrey, sorry, he he's obviously got the quality, but he, he is pretty slow. Um, he's got the quality when he's on the ball, but he struggles to sort of recover it. Um, and he, at the moment his injuries are just mm. taking hold um, Sinclair I'm fond of when he plays he's just he's in his second long term injury now of the season um, so there, are, there would be a handful you would look to let go but the majority of players are on contract for next season as well mm. so it's not like Warsaw are going to be overhauling massively there will be a few changes uh, and there will be as I, I didn't say with January there will be this uh, month as well I mean James Hardy looks like he's going to go out on loan somewhere mm. there'll be the odd, the odd one or two so uh, yeah, it's it, the recruitment needed to be better. Um, I don't think Darrell necessarily got it all wrong himself. I think some of the players weren't quite up to scratch. Mm. Uh, I.e., Gaffney, who's done well for Darrell in the past, hasn't been good enough. Little uh, Darrell knows him as well from playing days at Hartlepool, wasn't good enough. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of both really. Mm. Richard Rice, uh, what's Darrell Clark's obsession with playing opposite-footed players on either wing? What are the pros and cons? Strikers' timing runs hinder the likes of Gaffney to not know when the ball is coming in. He says there feels like there's more pros than cons. I actually quite yeah. like inverted wingers. So do I. I don't see anything wrong with it. Um... I prefer it purely because if you've got a winger who's sticking to the byline, and don't get me wrong, there's still a place for these kind of wingers. Mark O'Brien's made a living off of it. Just sticks <laughs> to the byline, runs down there, and whips a decent ball. Aaron is another one. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, with an inverted winger, um, and you see more and more of them nowadays, they're not only a crossing threat, but they're a goal threat. Oh, that, exactly, which is what Wes is. Exactly. But it has to be an inverted winger who can do it with both feet as well, though. Oh, yeah, they can't. Um, if, I mean... Even the likes of Iron Robin. I was just about to say, it's, it's so left footed. It's so left footed, and you knew what he was going to do every time, but the difference was he was world class. You couldn't and, stop him. And you're not going to get that in players playing at League Two level. Mm. So you have to have a, a player who can do both. So Wes has done it plenty of times this season. He did it against uh, uh, the Crawley, actually, ideally, mm. ironically, sorry, we got up this week in the, in the away fixture. For the first, for the first goal, runs to the byline, crosses it, and Adebayo scores. Mm. For the second goal, he cuts it himself, curls it into the top corner. So yeah. he's he, he's doing both himself. Um, I don't think it's an obsession. I think it's just the way he likes to likes his wingers to play. I don't think there's anything wrong with that myself. Mm. Um, I quite like it. Uh, what was the other part of it? I mean, actually, before I say the the fullback issue is is a totally different one in itself. Yeah. But particularly with the wingers, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. Good thing as well is if you're whipping balls in on an inverted style, so. You know, if say you're on the left flank, you run down and you whip in a left foot cross. Odds are the ball is either travelling directly sideways or going away from goal. Mm. If you cut in on your right foot and whip a ball in, it's it's curling, it's towards, curling goal. towards goal. So you can have one of them situations where players actually go to head the ball, everyone misses it, and it just trickles and it through. In. Yeah. 
so for me, I'd always prefer an inverted winger, although I can understand yeah. people's Provided they can do it. both, I, yeah. I, I'm happy with it. I'm, I've got no issue. Um, Richard Grice asks again, actually, would Daryl Clark discuss, explain tactical thinking if you asked, or would he just scold you again, like <laughs> asking about the Josh March transfer? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if scold's the right word, really. I mean, he, an- he answered the questions. He just wasn't particularly pleased that he was being asked them, but he still answered mm. them. Um yeah, yeah, I mean, we've spoken about tactical stuff with him plenty of times in the past. I don't think he's got an issue with it. Some managers are picky with the information they give out. Yeah. That's, that's and, it's, all it is. and with Darrell, it's, it's always a time and place situation as well. It's there's times where he's uh, there's times where he's more forthcoming, and there's times where he's not. And I mean, mm. it's only human. It doesn't bother me. I the difference is I'm I, I'm used to know when to ask certain things. There are times. When there are there, there are things I want to ask, but it's not the right time. Not because I'm worried about asking it, but because there's, what's the point in asking a question that you want to ask when you're going to get absolutely nothing out of it? When yeah. you can ask it another time and, and, and get something out of it. It depends if it's time sensitive. If it's something that needs to be asked, that's different. Obviously, I'm going to have to ask it. But yeah, you you just got to sort of play as he comes. Really, um, there's times where he's been in excellent moods, and there's times where he hasn't. Mm. Uh, it's as simple as that. Um, and we spoke about tactical stuff with him plenty of times. He talks about it himself without us even bringing it up. Mm. So, I, yeah, I don't think it's an issue. It's totally different when it comes to injuries and transfers. He just quite simply doesn't like talking about it. Mm. We st- I, st- I still try. <laughs> we st- we still try as, as a media in general. Sometimes he gives us things. Sometimes he doesn't. Well, more than often than not, he doesn't. But sometimes he does. And, uh, and yeah, he answered the question about Josh March. He just wasn't happy he was being asked it, but he still answered it. You can understand it as well because... Especially at a club like Warsaw, other teams can always just come in if they find out you're after someone and go, oh, minute, yeah, it'd be all right yeah. for us. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, there was clubs already in for Josh, and obviously he chose to go to Forest Green. He it was Warsaw and Forest Green, and one other club that I don't know the name, uh, who were uh, had bids all accepted. He spoke to all three of them, mm. and he chose Forest Green. Fair enough. Simple as that. Here's what it is, Tom Marlowe. Um, which three oh, albums, right. one from the 90s, one from the noughties, and one from the 10s, would you choose to fill the time on a long schlep up to Carlisle United? That is a long schlep, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. The 90s one, I'm going to very, I'm going to difficult to answer for me because I was born in 96, so I didn't really listen to any albums. That... I mean, even for me, I was born in 90. Yeah. And I'd struggle to give a 90s album. I, they were, I didn't really listen to any And I, can't, I don't really want to give an answer... With like a couple of songs that I like, but it wasn't an actual album that I liked as a whole. Mm. So I can't really answer that one. Sorry, Mister uh, Mister Marlow. But the other two, I've got, I've got a few decent ones. So for the two thousands, I say "By the Way" album by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Great album. That is a classic album. Uh, I think I Google. I did see this question because I, I wanted to have a quick Google to make sure I got the name of the album right because I I think it's two thousand and two that came out. Mm. Um. Another one for the two thousands would be American Idiot by Green Day. Oh, a top album! Top that album. Is. That's, a you, that's, a, that's an album you can listen to from start to finish. Yeah, it's the same, same with the By the Way album. I love that. I just listen to that start. It's mm. a brilliant album. Because I, uh, I'm still into those those bands now, but I was a lot more into them when I was younger. Uh, now I've I'm into them alongside a lot of rap albums and things like that. Two thousand and ten, I would both. Well, the, the tens rather both of Stormzy's albums are very good mm. um, Gang Signs and Prayers and Heavy as the Head they're both very good albums 
Um, J. Cole's album, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, I think it's called, something like that. Mm. Uh, oh, you just, oh, no, you're just giving me one as well. AM, Arctic Monkeys, that is a banging album. Yeah. I was just thinking that myself. I was just trying to. I was trying to find. What year it. was AM? Was it twenty thirteen? Twenty thirteen. Oh, yeah. I just, that was a guess as well. I smashed that. Um, that that's got to be up there as well for me. Uh, yeah, the two storms, the J Cole album for twenty fourteen, because that was like a, a soundtrack to my first year of uni mm. as well. That album, because I was I went to uni in twenty fifteen, so it was only a year later, and it was actually when I first discovered the album because I wasn't really a J Cole fan before that. Um, and then I listened to that album. And it's a classic album. Though. Just trying to find a. I was trying to find a '90s album. I cannot find one. But um, got a couple of '90s ones. Reanimation by Linkin Park is quite. That's the a album. good album. That's a good album. Absolutely super that album. Is a good album. And All Killer No Filler by Sum Forty One. That's a good album as well, actually. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. I, I, to be honest, I don't know all the songs, but there's a handful of songs from from that album. I there's do some, know. There's some there's very some good, good songs in there. Very good songs. I feel like me and you are good musical taste. I think so. Well, we've got similar so. musical yeah. taste. I don't think good because it's very subjective. I don't think anyone's got no, bad musical taste. <laughs> it's um, good. Eminem, all his albums oh, yeah, are yeah, classics, yeah. man. Um, oh, there's loads of good ones. Like the gangster rap from like the eighties and nineties. I'm into all that. That'd be right up there. Straight yeah. out of Compton. Yeah. Oh, some, I'm, getting, some, I'm looking forward to Carlisle now. To to Carlisle. Let's go. Oh, I've got to go to Brighton. Oh. I might, I might have to listen to some of them albums on the way down. Um, Ash Ashley, any theories as to why the away league results, one point four three points per game, have been so much better than the home league results, one point per game? If I knew that, I'd be manager. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you reckon got, there's a little bit less pressure playing away? It's definitely less. Home? Yeah, definitely less pressure. Um, I also think the way the team is set up away from home is probably we, we, the, the team's set up much more compact, mm. um, more resilient defensively, and, and looking to sort of grind a result. And going forward in away games recently, they've been particularly potent uh, taking the chances as well. So I think that's a difference. Uh, I think the away support is generally louder mm. as well than the home support, if I'm honest. So that helps. Um, there's, a, there's a few things but it's difficult to say I mean teams go through spells where they, they struggle I mean these teams every season struggle at home or struggle away and, and, and are much better in the reverse um, yeah it's just one of them the, the issue is as someone brought up last night is for the last few seasons in a row it's been like that for Warsaw they need yeah. to try and make the banks as a bit of a fortress if they can ultimate football cliche from manager that is <laughs> yeah let's make our home ground a fortress I know, I know. Uh, what's the flop uh, with the signing of Nolan, will this mean Clark will play more of a four-two-three-one? And if so, who would miss out up top, Gordon or Lavery? Um, I don't think his signing will particularly influence that. Um, as I said earlier, actually, the playing a four-four-two, or I think I even said, or a version of it, i.e., four-two-three-one. So mm. I think um, with Wes gets into the side there, it means he can also play as well because there's another wing position to fill. So I don't necessarily think. His signing will affect that mm. because he's not going to go straight in necessarily. The new, the new winger that comes in very well might do, um, and it, I think it all depends on the opposition as to whether Lavery or Gordon miss out. But ideally, you want to try and get them both in. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's a tough one really. I think yeah, it depends on who you're playing as well because they've both got similar attributes but also different in, in the way they. Sort of chase the ball down as well, so it's uh, and Lavery's sort of more of a natural finisher, I think. So, um, yeah, it's uh, difficult to say actually. I'm going to leave that one up in the air. Mm. 
David Birch says a proven goal scorer is needed, a tall midfielder like a 25 to 28 year old Chambers type of player. Um, I think we both agree on that. Yeah, pretty much be all right. The midfield, they look like they're going to move on that. The striker depends, really. Vital Walsall, a simple one. What is our best defence? If it's no injuries at all, so I go on that. Yeah, yeah. No completely injury, fit squad. Completely fit squad. I'd say Shea Facey, well, Liam Robertson goal. Shea Facey right back. Um, tough one. In current form, I didn't think I'd say this, but in current form, I'd say Scar and Sadler at centre half. Mm. And Pring at left back, leaving James Clark out. Ooh. Beginning of the season, I'd have said James Clark, but recently it's. It, it's not been every game recently, but it's been the odd game here and there where he's struggled a bit, particularly mm. in fullback recently because he's not fullback for me. I know he has played um, in right back for uh, at Bristol Rovers with Darrell in the past, but and he actually has some good had some good games there this season, um, and he had one good game in left back at Port Vale as well. Mm. But for me, his best position is centre half. At the moment, Sadler and Scar are performing pretty pretty well. Mm. Richard Grice out of 1 to 10 how intimidating do you find Daryl Clark I'm going for a high 8 <laughs> I mean I've never met the bloke so for me it's like seems like a nice lad bit of banter <laughs> nice. like a 2 or a 3 I'm not I'm not, uh, I'm not sure he's ever been described as a, a nice lad not because he isn't nice but because I wouldn't use the word lad to describe him really um, lad 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 I think there's people that work with him I'm not going to name any names. There's people that work with him, work in and around him, mm. that would give him pretty high, I think, because he can mm. be, he can be at times. For me personally, I'm not. I'm not. I try and not make this sound like I'm the big man or whatever. I, I don't. I just don't find. Him, he's just. A, he's just a man. I don't. He's. he's I don't find him intimidating. He's a human being. Yeah, there, there are times where, as I said earlier, actually, where you're I'm wary with questions, mm. certain questions, because I know there are time and places to ask it. And I am not in the the mindset where I want to get in a row because, frankly, I'm doing my job. I just I'm not interested in in trying to take the moral high ground or, or make a row or cause any issues. Really, I just mm. want to do my job, which I enjoy doing, and and keep it at that. And so there are times and there are time and places where you have to say it. So, for example, at the end of the Swindon game, when they lost their sixth game in a row, I I, I asked Daryl. I'm sorry to have to ask this, but are you the, still the right man for the job? Mm. It's not an easy question to ask. It was at the right time, because I could have asked that about three weeks prior to that, in all fairness. Yeah. It was the right time to ask it. I sort of didn't really have a choice as well, because the fans were going mad at the time, but it was the right time to ask it, and I proved that my judgment was right, because he took the question very well, mm. considering what I was asking him. So my judgment on that was spot on, I think. So that's where I, that's where I try and judge it, on a day by day basis, where you have to treat it in, in the way that's going to, I think, the most positive outcome, mm. because otherwise, he he just won't answer questions, yeah. and which is his right to do. So for me, um, five or six maybe, not too high, but he can be a bit spiky at times. I think spike is the way I describe it. It's just the way he is at times. Mm. If we're being honest, he just doesn't like the media, which is fair enough. It's nothing against me personally. I. Don't think, or I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he isn't. Um, he just he just doesn't like it. He doesn't like doing it. He understands he has to do it. At times he's brilliant. At times he's a bit spiky. That's fine with me. But I know a lot. I know there are people who do find him intimidating. Mm. But for me, not really. He's just he's just a just a man, and I I get on with him pretty well. I think. Mm. All right, a couple more for a couple more. Um, Stuart 
but has Joe Massey gone big time since he left to cover oh, the yeah. album? 100% has. Oh, yeah, he's big time now, isn't he? Yeah. Who does he think he is? I mean, <laughs> he's big time. He's loving all these Photoshop pictures he's getting. I was just about to say because there was one from today with Messi holding a what was it? A goat version holding a of goat, me. and then it was you with the the, the goat head on it. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Can I actually I'll put this out there? Can I get some some really nice Photoshops, please? <laughs> that is what I want. Liam Keane is calling I'm Photoshop calling pictures. for Photoshops of uh, a water player celebrating and me photoshopped onto their head. There's a very good one of Massey. Uh, Based on like England's 1966 World Cup trial, I saw that one. That one's class. It's very good. So good. I think the Messi one's better though. Yeah, the Messi, the Messi one, one is, is really superb. Um, yeah, Massey loves it. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Warsaw fans loved him, but now with these album, he's getting so much bloody attention, isn't he? He's getting loads of likes and retweets and messages, and he's absolutely loving it. He is loving um, life. Yeah, that's my. Uh, the problem is, I've said that someone's going to go and Photoshop me onto something a bit uh, unsavoury now, probably. But I don't, did you see the one of Tim want. Spears and Nathan Judah? Um, I may have I'm not sure strictly uh, over 18 conversation um, they uh, took a selfie ahead of a game this is back of course when Tim Spears was covering Wolves for Express and Star their laptop screen was in the picture oh no I did see this <laughs> <laughs> yeah some bright spark edited the laptop screen uh, <laughs> to show a website which uh, you wouldn't want to visit if you were under the age of 18 that honestly is excellent banter it's so funny. It was superb. Such good banter. If I still, if I had that, I, I think I'd get the sack for retweeting that picture. You know. Yeah, you got to be careful with that one. But it, that was so funny. I'm sure you can imagine what it was, anyway, folks. Um, I just thought the picture of me at Salford is 100 percent going to get photoshopped on the spin, wasn't it? I mean, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh, that's wow. the picture they're, they're choosing. Go with it. Go with it. I'm happy. Uh, okay, couple more questions. One serious, one not so much. Butters WFC thoughts on the fans meeting last night. I think he tweeted me before as well saying it was nice to see the Cheers, mate. Appreciate that. Oh. Um, yeah, it was nice. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, uh, I had a couple of fans that came over to me and had a chat, and, which was nice. and um, Partially for my own ego. Par- <laughs> partially because it's nice to chat to them. But I do, I do, actually, I do really enjoy sort of fan engagement and, mm. and chatting with people, and whether it's Twitter or whatever. And I mean, as soon as I walked into the room, one fan went, Liam, you're getting the beers in then. <laughs> I was like, I wish the money stretched that far, but sadly not. Um, and yes, yeah, so that was really nice. I enjoyed that. A good sort of few in-depth chats with fans, and they're asking my opinion on stuff. And just So I, I do really enjoy that. So um, whenever fans see me and they, and, and they want to come and say hello please do because I really enjoy it actually before I answer the rest of that question there was a guy who came over at the Portsmouth game yeah I tweeted about this afterwards as well he was, I think if I had to guess he was probably 60s maybe mm. um, he came over and went uh, shook my hand and was like oh, I don't live locally I don't get to many games mm. um, I just wanted to thank you for your coverage because you're doing a great job oh, how about and that? I was like that like, that makes everything worthwhile it makes your day doesn't it it absolutely made my day I was class and that, I mean, I, I get messages, not all the time like that, obviously, but I, get, I do get the odd message with that kind of stuff as well, which I think is brilliant. I love mm. that. Uh, as, I, as I said, partially for my own ego, <laughs> partially because I just enjoy it. But, it's um, nice to know that your work's appreciated. Yeah, though. definitely. And I mean, because I think someone messaged Joe Massey the other day and said, just wanted to let you know Liam's doing a really good job in your replace, just out, out of nowhere. Mm. And that kind of, I mean, even though it wasn't to me directly, Massey told me. And then, yeah, that, that kind of stuff's brilliant. Um, yeah, the rest of it, that fans form was great. Um, I thought... Everyone on stage answered the questions as well as they could. There wasn't anything particularly... There wasn't much animosity, really, in, in particular. There was the odd thing about the match day experience, and there was the odd thing um, 
that some fans weren't happy with, but in general it was pretty positive. Mm. Um, Daryl called me out a couple of times, making a couple of jokes uh, on stage, saying when he was talking about injuries, saying he's happy to speak to any fans about injuries, but won't speak to uh, doesn't want to speak to the press to do other managers' jobs for him, which mm. we've discussed on here before. I understand his reasons for it. Um, and then when he said that, because he, he gave an update on Stuart Sinclair's injuries, saying he hopefully a week on Saturday, so a week tomorrow he'll be back. It was a calf problem, mm. um, which I've now obviously used and reported because it was in the public domain. But Dow did make a few jokes saying that you better not be typing that down, Liam. And he came over to try and have a look at my screen afterwards, and I very quickly changed tab from uh, the story I was writing onto uh, onto Twitter. Mm. Um, and he said, oh, you tween out as well. I was like, yep, I am. <laughs> I was like, if you've got an issue, give me a call. But uh, I think he was sort of half joking. and He obviously was joking and having a laugh, which is, doesn't bother me, that's fine. Also, I think he was half hoping that I wouldn't <laughs> report yeah. some of it, uh, which I didn't put everything into the into the story online because it was difficult to literally get everything in because it was mm. so much. Um, but yeah, so it was fine, really. It was all good. So it was nice to see everyone and, and, and had a... A chat with Lee and had a chat because Lee brought me up a couple of times as well, saying Cause I did that interview with him this week, yeah, uh, which went really well. And he said he was trying to keep the lines of communication open with the fans through things he does with the club. And then mm. he mentioned talking to Lee and Express and Star the, the other day, and um, and that interview went down pretty well with the fans. Mm. Um, I was quite pleased with that. Uh, as a sort of journalist and integrity point of view, it's nice to get exclusives and do a good job, uh, and also keep the fans updated with a, a chairman who's pretty open and willing to speak about things which I don't think yeah. they've had in the past by all accounts um, so yeah in, in all it was a, it was basically a success I think um, for the club for me for the fans I think it all went pretty well good pretty um, good Craig Hollyhead with our last one sausage sandwich red sauce brown sauce or none at all um, I mean it's a crime against sausage sandwiches if you don't have any sauce but oh, it's brown just, sauce for me exactly the same if you have no with any like bacon or sausage sandwich if you have no sauce at all I don't trust you no, you're, you're a dodgy one bizarre behaviour and I've I can't remember who it was I'm sure someone in here said they don't have any it might be someone on the desk I can't remember someone someone around here doesn't have gravy on a roast dinner oh well I know who that is that's Mr Jude I saw your tweets yeah. the other day I mean that's oh. ridiculous isn't it Rob, I mean um, how that gravy looked grey as well because he, he was saying it was too thick it looked no it was a perfect gravy it looked gravy. lovely perfect gravy um yeah, I think red with bacon, brown with sausage. For me. I'd have brown with both, but I've got no no problem with people using Thank red you. sauce. I appreciate All that. right, uh, we're running over massively here. We're at like an hour and ten. Let's quickly Let's talk. keep going. Come on. I mean, the room is meant to be booked <laughs> from two o'clock. Oh, I don't care. Let's do, um, let's do three hours. Walsall versus Crawley, 12 versus 13 for proper mid-table clash. Yeah, uh, they're in pretty good form, Crawley, as well. They beat Bradford last time out. Uh, they haven't lost... They're, they're, well, they're... Yeah, what, what am I trying to say? Yeah, they haven't lost in five. Mm. I got there in the end. Uh, I think they've only won two of those and drawn three, I think, off the top of my head. Um, but they've got a few decent results. I mean, they drew with Forest Green, beat Bradford, drew with Colchester. There's a few teams that are pretty high at the table they've done well against. Mm. Um, and th- 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 their story is pretty much... Oh, do you hear that? Excuse <laughs> me. I might be hungry. Their story is pretty much similar to Warsaw's in a way. Yeah. Um, not everything, obviously. But they started the season pretty well. Warsaw started okay. They sacked their manager, which obviously Warsaw didn't do. Yeah. Um, and now they want to they want to rise, and Warsaw similar are doing pretty well on a rise. Um, they're one point and one place behind. Um, and if Warsaw have aspirations for the playoffs, they're going to want to win this game. Can they make the playoffs? They can, 
mathematically. <laughs> will, um, will they make the playoffs then? I personally don't think they will. Um, I think it's definitely possible. I mean, if you go on a run, anything can happen in football. I personally don't think it's possible, as much as I would absolutely love it in my first season for them to get playoffs. It would be absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, I personally don't think they do. I think they're one or two players off making a top seven side, personally. Because mm. um, I think the difference with Cheltenham and, and Walsall is... It, it, I wouldn't say it was night and day, but there, there was... There was a handful of issues where you could, yeah, there was it was start it was a start difference in a handful of occasions within the game. You could see that they're they're a top seven side. I don't think Warsaw are mm. just yet. They're eleven points off Forest Green, who was seventh at the moment, um, and I think it's probably just a little bit too much to make up, if I'm honest. Um, but if they do have aspirations of it, they're going to want to win this game. As simple as that. Uh, if they draw it again, not the end of the uh, end of the world. If they lose it, it's it's a pretty damning defeat. Um, because then, if they win this, they've got Carlisle, mm. who they should have beaten in the first game, who was struggling, and they should beat him in the second game. Yeah. And then after that, they've got Morecambe, who they did beat when they were struggling, when both clubs were struggling, and Morecambe are still down there in the doldrums, and they should beat them. Yeah. So if they can win this game and get two good results in the next two, I mean, realistically, they should, they could they could get nine points in the next three games, yeah. and if they do, they'll be in a, a very healthy position. Take that. Give me a match prediction then to finish up. I'm going to go score draw only because of how how good Crawley are playing at the moment. Um, mm. They've got a few players back from injury as well, and uh, yeah, and they, they've got some dangerous players. I mean, Besley Barlow on the wing is a dangerous player. He uh, surprisingly was left on the bench in the first game and came on at half time. And when he came on, he looked good. Mm. Um, so they've got they've got some decent players. So yeah, I'll I'll go score draw, and then when I'm wrong and we smash them three 0 I'll be the first to uh, to admit it. Yeah, well, cannot wait. <laughs> Wouldn't wouldn't mind getting that prediction wrong if your results oh, are bad, would you? Um, yeah, right, that does us. One hour and thirteen minutes of smashed it. Come on, of of, of best got banter. You <laughs> will alliteration all over the place. Yeah, you know it. Um, unless you got anything else to add, mate. Uh, just keep an eye out for the Warsaw walkthrough. I'm aiming for it to be out. Probably not because I'm, I'm. I just thought I was looking to write it on deadline day, so I won't write it on deadline day because I'll probably be busy. Not a wise I? move. So um, I will write it on the days before it, but I'll change it if I need to, and hopefully bring it out on the Saturday or so. Can I ask your opinion quickly before we go? Go on. I, just because I love stretching this out, and I know you're itching to leave because you hate the saddlers. No, um, I'm just wary that someone else is meant to be in oh, this room. Oh, screw them! I don't care. Um, Fans as well. If you want to, if you want to tweet me, if you've got an idea, stories going out on the day of a match. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything to back this this opinion up, but I find that they don't quite get as much engagement as stories mm. in the week. Would you Would you say that's fair? I'd agree with that. So I'm thinking whether it might be worth waiting until Monday to bring the walkthrough out, but that that'll be like three days or four days into February by then. So whether it's too late, might might work out there. Might do. We'll discuss that off air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought I'd bring that up. But yeah, keep an eye out for that. It's coming. Um, I'm going to do it every month and I'd appreciate any feedback because if people don't like it, I won't carry on with it. But if people are enjoying it, I'll, I'll carry on. And if there's any way to improve it as well, let me know. Yeah. Lovely. Keep an eye out for that one. Right. Until next time. Up See the you Saddlers. Later. Hopefully you'll be back. Might be there. <laughs> See ya. Up the Saddlers. <laughs>